This is Upload Media. Let's get this episode rolling. Let's, let's just see what. Do it. Let's just see what happens. Okay. Okay. I'm beautiful. Everyone. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back to Othered, your favorite podcast. Woo! Woohoo! With your favorite hosts, Caleb and Sarah. Here we are. We're here, and we're here to talk to you about all the things. All the things. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen on this show. You know what? Neither do we. So. <laughs> In fact, I feel like for the past 10 minutes, we've been on a roller coaster. <laughs> And I just looked over to Craig and I was like, get the ball rolling so we can just capture this. <laughs> so you're walking into <laughs> quite the event on Other today. We have both uh, been involved in some activities that make us a little loosey-goosey, a little ooey-gooey, a little mm. relaxed, a little, um, I don't know centered or yes. you know like our walls are down walls are down right the river is flowing <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> so yeah welcome welcome here to this we party that we're having here <laughs> i'm not high i'm really not <laughs> i had Sorry. a massage today and <laughs> i feel great <laughs> Sarah is on another level. <laughs> oh it's my like god! The laughing is making me laugh. Then it's just too much. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just getting You're it all red. out. Yeah, and I love I that for you. <sighs> I've also, I think, I'm just embracing it. Because yeah, lean into I, it. I have been. Oh my god! I got two phone calls from my kids' schools today. Oh my god! Today. So, yeah. I'm just trying to let it all out because <laughs> I had to be like, hello, you know, put on my nice mommy voice right. while I'm talking to the administrators when really I want to scream and like throw something at the what wall. What the fuck are you calling me about? Yeah. Right. Those aren't my kids. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Call their real parents. Who them? I don't know them. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is like literally my somatic release mm. moment for the stress that I had this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. So, this will not carry on the whole show. However, that felt really good to get all of that out. In that it was moment. a somatic release. That's it what we were practicing was. and mirroring for all of you out there listening to us. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. And scene. We are done. <laughs> we're out. That was the best episode ever. You're welcome. <laughs> so, Caleb had a massage today. Tell yeah. us what you do on your day off. Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, I've been resting. Mm. I, like have been entering into my soft girl era. Ooh. So I am like getting comfy. I am getting like the pillows. I am sinking and melting down into rest and relaxation. I love that for you. It has been glorious. And I've been listening to like really cute music that mm. like speaks to my soul. Yeah. Um, none of which probably will make it to a sex playlist okay. in any time, but like, it's been nice. It's been like ooey gooey, Ooh. you know, like been drinking water, been mm. reading. Mm. Yeah. Ew. No. I know. Love it. I love this for mm -hmm. you. Yeah. It's been really, um, restorative. Ooh. What yeah. a good word. Ah, right. You're so smart. I know. <laughs> Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. How about you? When was the last time you had a day off? Well, since I'm self-employed, you know, I kind of make my own schedule. However, right. I <coughs> have been working so hard the past two weeks. You really have. Like, really every time haven't. I talk to you, you're like, oh, my God, I'm at work. Oh, my God. Stop, Caleb. I'm so busy at the workplace. Honestly, well, you may or may not be actually busy. You could be using that as an excuse, but every time I try to talk to you, you're like, oh, I'm working. I know I have been working. 
Um, and that's been fun. So Friday was the last day I had a day off. Mm. Well, Sunday. I work Monday through Thursday. And then I normally don't work on Friday. So it's not like I have this huge demanding schedule. But the part of entrepreneurship that I love is that I work a four-day week. Yeah. And I love that experience for me. So what have you been doing with your days off? You know, I've actually been hanging out with my mom quite a bit. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet. Yeah, she's been taking Fridays off too. <gasps> so we've been hanging out. Oh my God, that sounds so intentional. It is, <laughs> and it's really cute. <laughs> I realize that I have a unique situation with my mom where that, you know, like we're good friends. We mm. enjoy each other's company. We want to talk and be together. She listens to your sex podcast. She does listen to my sex podcast <laughs> and all the other weird shit that I've said. Right. And she still loves me anyway. Oh, my God. And it's that's not like, like she so knew a lot healing. of this stuff before the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. Love you, Mom. Sorry. You know, just for the past and the present because <laughs> <laughs> we just never know what's going to happen. We can't the apologize future. for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, we can't. We'll put that on ice. Just right. the past. But yeah, what else have I been doing? Reading. Um, The new book for our, the book we chose for our book club. Yeah, Pleasure Activism by Adrienne Marie Brown. Yeah, I haven't been able to get as far into it as you, but I am thinking about how we can be more active participants of pleasure Mm. and how that translates directly to the impact we're able to have in the world. Yeah. And community. But also, like, what do, what do I do for pleasure? Mm-hmm. Um, and what does pleasure look like for me? And I, yeah. I think also listening to Bree's episode, she was in her soft girl era. Yeah. You're in your soft girl right. era. Yes. I want to be in my not soft, but like open girl era. Yeah. I want to really practice what I preach. So something that I've been thinking about a lot is, and I have always kind of struggled with this concept of like the gender binary, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I think a lot of it has to do with like where I grew up and the kind of messages I was receiving as a kid. Um, But I definitely felt like there was a lot of feminine energy in me that Mm -hmm. I had to repress, right? Or felt ashamed of. You know, that I had to kind of hyper fixate on um, only expressing and um, encouraging and fostering the masculine energies in my life mm. because I was so, you know, and I had internalized homophobia and all those things. I didn't want to perceive, be perceived as less than or whatever, which is, you know, a part of misogyny and patriarchy that like feminine energy is, you know, vilified and demeaned and devalued and all these things. Right. But like trying to figure out <clears throat> how to foster and pay attention to and live out, you know, that feminine energy that exists mm. in me. Have you come to anything? Nothing necessarily concrete. It's more of like a feeling as it is like a intellectual exercise. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That it's definitely more of like a um, like a softness, mm-hmm. I think, and like a, an, an openness, like a vulnerability almost in some mm-hmm. way, but not like in a like a weak vulnerability, like a, a vulnerability that's like open and willing to like receive. Yeah. Right. That like, you know how like in yoga, there's yin yoga and there's like, you know, ashtanga or vinyasa or whatever it is uh, that is more yang yoga. Like yin is a little bit more like receptive. It's softer. It's slower. It's... Um, you're just know. being yeah. rather than like moving right. towards. It's not so fire. It's more water. Yes. Right. And that I feel like those kinds of like things are more energetic. Mm-hmm. They're more subtle than they are intellectual or like active. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they are, there is action, but it's, I don't know, something I feel within me as opposed to anything I can, I don't know, I like pathologize. That. I like that. <sighs> A lot. Thanks. And I'm excited for you to mm-hmm. explore that part and find out what what expressions of that feminine energy feel true and resonate with who you are today. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is like for me is getting rid of the shame mm-hmm. about like feminine energy in myself. 
you know, because that's like internalized misogyny or patriarchy, mm -hmm. right? Like that's gross. And I don't want that anymore. I don't like that doesn't serve me. That doesn't serve anybody around me either. No, no. So fuck that. Throw that in the garbage. Throw that shit away. Kobe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but here we are. Um, so <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't want to deal with that shame anymore of like, you know, feeling like I can only express, you know, a masculine or a feminine energy that I can like coexist in both. Mm -hmm. And that, that has nothing to do with, um, you know, my sexuality or whatever it does, but you know, it's bigger than that. I think mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about how, you know, even, well, obviously for women, you know, we're told that we need to be a certain way or be a certain way when it comes to how we express our femininity. Mm. But if we gravitate outside of that one particular expression, were again demonized and demoralized and devalued mm -hmm. based on a standard that I don't even it's not real. I don't know who determined Right, it's that. arbitrary. Yeah. Right. It like changes. where did this come from? Yep. But suddenly if we act too masculine, well that's horrible too. Right. There's no winning when no, you can't your win. your opponent is the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, and I think it's funny, you know, and people are realizing this too on a broader spectrum that like patriarchy also harms men too, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's part of the whole message of Barbie too. Um, for Ken, is that his life is you know frustrated and disappointing even to himself, even when he's like living at the top of his patriarchal, you know major mojo dojo dream house whatever it was <laughs> you know that it yeah, harms everybody it does so i think there's part of and this is and something that's in the book pleasure activism where she talks about loving what is and that being a jumping off point to see where we can transform and where we can you know grow mm -hmm. so for me right now i have to love what is and that's accepting both my masculine and my feminine energies mm-hmm I love that. Uh, me too. I feel like this book is going to be really interesting to read. I just have not been able to read this week. Mm -hmm. But I'm really looking forward to sitting down and getting like a good hour in so I can get into the reading. Yeah. I know you're a lot further than me. But I think the idea of pleasure activism is so foreign to everyone on the planet. Mm. Just because... Pleasure is a really big word. Yeah. It could mean a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some, even to hear the word pleasure, there's like shame associated with mm -hmm. hearing that word. Oh my God, absolutely. Because it implies, you know, to me, like something that's taboo. Yes. And yeah. also like self given and governed. Yeah. And it's weird. As I don't know, as the people we are raised to be, to like prioritize mm. pleasure, to think about pleasure, to seek pleasure, mm. it's rad. It truly is like a radical idea. Yeah, absolutely. My friend um, put it to me this way. She asked me a question like, "What do you like to do? Like, what gives you pleasure?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." You know, I had to like really think about it. And this is something we talked to Brie about. Um, but that question has kind of stuck with me in trying to like really dive down into what pleasure is. Mm. What if, do you have anything that brings you pleasure? Have you thought of anything? <clears throat> so I think part of it is like honestly leaning into my introversion. Because mm. I've been in experiencing or executing my extroversion throughout so much of my life mm -hmm. um primarily you know operating in that space and now i'm leaning more into my introversion and it's like that gives me peace and that gives me comfort and i actually really enjoy being alone wow and i didn't realize that until <clears throat> you know probably within the last six months crazy i know what about you like what are you are you discovering things that you love I feel like for me, it's more giving myself permission to love the things that I love. Mm, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's definitely a part of this conversation. Yeah. I feel like I've always had, I've liked what I've liked. I've, some of the things I do now are the things that bring me pleasure. I was actually thinking about this today, like playing music. I love to mm. play the piano. I love to sing. 
Um, I love to be in nature or go to <clears throat> a gardening store and look at the plants. I love to read. I've loved to read for my entire life. But I've always just given myself permission to like things. But then there's things, and this has been interesting for me, even though I've not read far in, into the book, but when she talks about finding pleasure in drugs. Mm. I love drugs. Um, I am pretty open about that. Yeah, I like almost every drug I try, but because I know that addiction runs in my family, mm. There are things I will not let myself do because I also know how much I love drugs. I'm pretty sure I'll like it if I try it. So I stay far away. But also I I really do get a lot of pleasure from mushrooms. Mm. So how can I experience pleasure safely? It's like putting safeguards around shit or giving myself permission to like it in a way that's like responsible because the book also talks about excess and just a little bit at the very beginning. Mm. That's how far I am. I'm like 30 pages. Listen, we don't have to talk about the book necessarily. I know, you know but I, mean? I just feel like it's, you know, anything in excess is too much. Oh, yeah. Even pleasure. Well, I mean, like, that's a, a precept in, like, a lot of spiritual um, practices, right, is moderation is, mm -hmm. like, the goal. But I think that human beings <laughs> as, uh, you know i think that we uh, um find a thing that we like and then we go overboard yeah because we find um that it helps us to regulate or helps us to feel a little bit better and then those things become harmful when we overdo it mm -hmm. so that that's just the nature of the beast mm -hmm. the beast being ourselves you know one thing that has brought me a lot of pleasure? Ooh, tell me. I've been using sugar scrub every day. <gasps> Cute. I know. And I am one of those people who like collects weird shit like this, like bath oils and sugar scrubs mm -hmm. and lotions or candles. And then I'm like, I'm only going to use them on a very special Sparingly? day. Yes. Why? I don't know. But as I have started entering this phase of life where I'm involved in a lot of death work, Mm -hmm. I'm like, today's the day. Yeah. You're going to use the sugar scrub. You're going to burn the candles. You're going to wear that outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that brings a lot of pleasure. Like, it is pleasing. Yeah. I've also had cat cantrill in my head for the past, like, <laughs> several weeks. Which cat is... has been, like, yelling at me. Yeah, me From too. across the city. She's, like, she is, giving like, me a side eye. at me. And being like... <laughs> And her compassionate look, but still like kind of. What oh, yeah. No, it's like it's like a mom being like, you watch yourself. But yeah. also, I love you. But watch yourself. Yes, that's exactly the look. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I've, I've been thinking a lot. But thinking about how she told you to um, romance yourself. Yeah. And like sugar scrub not only brings me like pleasure because mm. it feels really good. Yeah. And it makes me feel like there's like the immediate sensation of pleasure. Yes. And right. it's like also like rubbing yourself mm -hmm. like i'm a huge physical touch person yeah. so i'm getting the sugar scrub all over and i love my body mm -hmm. and i'm you know like feeling every fucking piece of cellulite every hair mm -hmm. every roll and fat pocket you know but it's yeah. like i love my body it's my mm -hmm. vessel here on earth and i'm stuck with it and it stuck with me. These silly little meat bags that we call our bodies yes. are so funny. Yes. You know, and I think it's even more funny that we have shame built up around them. I know. You know, because they just exist as they are. You know, like, sure, we have a little bit of control, a little bit, like the tiniest, teensiest about mm -hmm. amount of control over the things that, you know, we can do to our bodies. Um, because so much of it is genetics and mm -hmm. DNA and all that stuff. Um, why, why be ashamed of your body? Yeah. Fuck it. So that's like, that's part of the pleasure I'm getting from my sugar scrub. Mm. So it's like Just loving your body. Yeah. Yeah. Like self love. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just a person who's really lucky. I don't have a lot of shame around my body. Right. Um, I'm the heaviest I've been right now since I've been pregnant. I'm not a fan cause my clothes don't fit great, Sure. but I still love my body mm -hmm. and I appreciate it. So I get that from my little moment. And yeah. I'm romancing myself because I wish a partner would come sugar scrub me down. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. Yeah. I I think it's also important, something you brought up is that, that self-touch, right? Like I think that I was thinking about this when I was getting my massage. 
is the healing power of touch. Mm-hmm. Like I, I crave physical affection, Same. you know, and I think that touch is so healing. And I think a lot about when I when this comp when this topic comes up, um, how you know babies if they're not like held, if they're not like touched, then you know they start they stop thriving. They stop you know mm-hmm. they start shutting down. Yep. Because we need touch. Yes. Our bodies are built for connection, and mm-hmm. that includes physical touch. Mm-hmm. So touch a touch a touch, touch me. me. I want to feel dirty. <laughs> it's a Rocky Horror Picture Show, everybody, if you didn't know. <laughs> Damn it, Janet. Okay, anyway, next uh, next topic. Okay. <laughs> um, self-love, masturbation. Did Ooh. we talk about this already? Well, we did a little bit on our sex. Mm episode yeah i think we did talk about it did you want to talk more i don't know it, it, that was just where my brain went oh okay it was self-love masturbation all right i don't know well i don't have much more to say on that besides the fact that i <coughs> do it daily and i love it good i love that yeah. i think for me it's been like a chore really yeah it's like okay cool let's get this over with why because I don't know because I'm like uh, frustrated with my sex life and I'm frustrated with myself and with my body and all sorts of different things. So I think that comes up in that like really like intimate personal space for myself. Mm. So when I have to like, you know, meet myself, it's like need a nice fancy date with you. I probably do need to do that. I need to start romancing myself again. Mm hmm. Because how is anybody else going to romance me if I can't romance myself? If I don't even know what romancing feels like anymore. That is true. Yeah. And if you're like that about being with yourself, how Uh, is someone else supposed to be like... I know. uh, Come here, Caleb. (laughs) This makes me so uncomfortable to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we're here. Uh, I know. And so in the book, LOL, um, she talks about talking to yourself in the mirror and saying, I love you or I love myself. And I don't do that. I have really bad um, habits of negative self-talk. Mm. And I'm trying to get rid of that shit. But yeah. that's work. You might need to do some big time mirror work. And here's the thing. I'm in therapy and I like am a yogi and I actually have been meditating and all these things are great. But you know, what? I'm still fucked up in the head. Yeah, so no matter what you do, you're still going to be fucked up. My life is a shit show. Oh, uh, (laughs) your life isn't a shit show. It really isn't. It's actually the best it's ever been. (laughs) 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 So if that's the case, like think about me a year ago or two years ago. Oh my God. Before everybody. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Oh, at least I can laugh about it now. (laughs) I think. I think the bar has changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is, you know, I, I would say that there's grace and compassion, right? And I uh, willingly give that to other people. So give but it I'm, to yourself. Uh, I'm learning how to do that. That's what I've been choosing intentionally to do. And Good. it's been great. Has it? Yeah. I can't wait till everyone can see Caleb's face. <laughs> now he's I don't want anybody to look drink. at me right now. Craig, turn the other way. <laughs> Don't even look over here, Craig. <laughs> Don't look at me. Stare at the wall. <laughs> Poor Craig. Uh, uh, I want to know more about where you're at. I was What's what? going on in that beautiful little head of I'm yours? I'm really kind of stoned. I, I know, and that's why I want to know what's going on there. I want like a stream of consciousness. That's like the only thing. Vomit. Oh, well, I've not... Since I've, I'm like 200 and I don't know, 53 days cigarette free, Mm. which has been fun. But since I'm not smoking, I'm not drinking as much. I haven't bought alcohol since January Mm. just because I can't. It's too triggering for me. So I don't, (laughs) (laughs) I've not been drinking. I love it. (laughs) I've been drinking when I've, when I've gone out, I'll have a glass of wine. Mm. But my tolerance is like plummeting through the floor it is that's so not low. a horrible thing though right? i know it's so it's interesting because it's like a cycle cigarettes alcohol weed they've all had to take a backseat to life oh, Are you okay? yeah i'm fine <laughs> i almost just fell down i'm fine out of a chair it's cool we're good 
Cigarettes, weed, alcohol. Yeah. Um, so I've not been uh, smoking weed as much. So now when I do smoke, I get really fucking high. Mm. So I happened to smoke before coming here and not even much, like three hits from my little joint. And I got so high. Blitzed. <laughs> Blitzed. I was flying. So now I'm just, you know, coming mm-hmm. down. Vibing. Vibing, chilling, mm-hmm. trying to contribute something meaningful to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Sarah? Yeah. You are so valuable, and your opinions are so <laughs> vibrant <laughs> and beautiful. We love you. Oh, that was a good word. Again, your face when you were trying to think of the right word to describe my opinions was really funny. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I'm here for all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> This has got to be like the weirdest (laughs) recording we have ever done. I swear to you, I am not on drugs. (laughs) Oh, my God. Maybe this could be a bonus episode. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? Craig is laughing, so that makes me happy. I think some people out there might also find this enjoyable. God bless everyone. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm crying. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what? I think maybe we need a break. (laughs) I'm fine. (coughs) (laughs) Okay, do you know what? We're going on a break. Take five, everybody. Take five. Gravy train. We're back. We're back. And we're cool. (laughs) We are. Calm. Collected. There you go. Yep. Wow. Cared for. Ooh, uh, Mm -hmm. I love that. I know, me too. I feel cared for by you. I do too. I feel cared for by you and Craig. You're Uh, both creating space for this weird energy. This like love triangle that we have here is so beautiful. It is. Yeah. What, what kind of triangle is it? I don't know, but he's over there and you're right there. So it's a triangle to me. So <laughs> Yes. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Um, Mike Schulte Ooh. from Pork Tornadoes. That guy. Yeah. He was. Clad wearing, he, beard having. He's so beautiful. Rocker. Yeah. Yep. He's also. Inside and out. Yes. Also on the Confused Breakfast pod. I've never heard of it. That's weird. <laughs> I know you guys can't see, <laughs> but Caleb literally has his back turned to their set right now. Every time we record here, it's right there. Why is everything so funny today? <laughs> anyway, that that's that'd be really weird if you didn't know who they were. Right. He complimented my music choice yesterday. God damn it, Mike. Stop being so wonderful. I know. It was um the deaf tones. Yeah. Do you guys know who those that is? Did, were they born under a rock? Oh, I don't yes, know. Yes, I was. I don't know who they are. See? Put <clears> that <throat> fucking drink down. Caleb loves his little iced coffee. I'm a homosexual! <laughs> that was homophobic. That was. We <laughs> discouraged that on this show. Don't you remember? Thank you. He picks up the iced coffee and rattles it in the microphone. Now he's drinking it with the straw while it's on the table. This reminds me of radio that was like a TV show. And you're, you know, talking through everything. 
Caleb. <sighs> okay, drink it. The gone. Deftones are a rock <laughs> band. <laughs> I am never letting you get iced coffee again. Oh, that is also homophobic. Is it? Yeah. I don't know what the gays drink. Is that a stereotypical? Yes, it is a stereotypical gay drink. Oh, drank. Drank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so enough of your homophobia. Great. The Deftones are a rock band. Tell me more. Yeah, anyway, I was listening to an album called Koi no Yo... Koi no... Is it Greek? Yokan. No, it's Japanese. Oh. Yeah. And it means the like the anticipation of love. Ooh. Koi no Yokan. Got it. I love that album. It's so fucking good. And then Mike was like, yep. And he sent an emoji. Wow. I, I just always. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Swerve City. Love this song. This is the album. Look at Craig. He is so on. This is like very, what, like early 2000s? Yeah, yeah I think okay. this was like 2008. Yeah, it's got that vibe. <coughs> yeah. Well, I really like it. Cute. Or maybe 2000. And so does Mike. He does like wow, it. Wow, tell me more. So I was, I always just feel good. What year was that, Craig? Uh, 2012. 2012. So I was oh. wrong, but. Mm. <laughs> Isn't the first time or the last time? I feel time. like it's a vibe, though. You know what I mean? I feel like there's that like transitionary, you know, like early aughts to like late aughts to early t- 2010s, whatever they are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's like a grungy kind of like eh, kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it's like grunge, but it's also like a little emo y. Yeah, which I'm into. I love a good emo song. Me too. Yeah. So I just like having my musical taste validated, was the point of that story. <clears throat> By Mike Schulte? Wow. Yeah. My loins are <laughs> a flame. <laughs> a flame. A flame. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing they're girdled. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Anyway. I think I think it's just great, you know, when you somebody else is like, "Yeah, your music taste is incredible. We love that." And yeah. especially somebody who plays music. I agree. That was the point I was making. And I'm here for it. I'm glad that we finally got to the point. That was a long journey to that it small really destination was. that wasn't even that important. What else have you got? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, bitch, go fish. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with you. Uh, do you know what I have been doing? I have been trying to reimagine my life outside of the restaurant industry. Oh, what does that look like? I don't know, but I'm petrified. Why? Because that's all I've known since I was like 15. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from like when I went to college, I did like a little bit of like IT work and that was garbage. Mm. So if any of you are in IT, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> that wasn't Caleb's. It wasn't for me. Happy place. It was not my happy place. No, it was and I did a okay. Place. <laughs> it was a dark place <laughs> with a lot of fluorescent lighting. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, I'm trying to allow myself to be open to the idea of transitioning out of that mm. industry, and I think part of it and a large impetus is I feel very um, stuck. In second shift. You know, that like I'm constantly always working like nights and evenings Mm -hmm. and weekends Mm -hmm. when the majority of people out there are not doing that. Yeah. And in a place like Cedar Rapids, there's not very many places or uh, the society, the grand society of, you know, a Midwest town like Cedar Rapids doesn't have a lot of space for alternative lifestyles, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. that like it pretty much operates for the people who work nine to five and that's about it. So if you live and operate outside of those things, then it's kind of not really for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of like, you know, industries here that have like second and third shift employees like the um, factories and whatnot. Um, But we I definitely feel like we're outliers you know, within the greater community of the place that I live. And I feel like an outlier. And I'm kind of sick of feeling like an outlier 
<clears throat> and also it'd be really nice to have like I don't know insurance yeah like my health is like not getting worse but it's like not getting better as I get older right you know so uh, it's time it's time uh, <laughs> what are you thinking about doing I don't know well I do know but I'm not really sure if I want to say okay, you don't have to say it yet I think I'm interested in like the helping professions still yeah. you know like I think hospitality is like a service right mm -hmm. like it's something that is personal and engaging and I need that I couldn't sit in an office I would struggle yeah but um yeah I don't know I think I'm just I'm in that place where I'm open to thinking about transitioning out mm. and I think that's part of this like soft goal era that like mm. you know Things are coming to me in whispers and visions and whispers. fantasies, and I'm open to the fantasy. With glitter. Yeah. Unicorns. And rainbows. Fairies. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Maybe some toads. Mm -hmm. Maybe some speaking mushrooms. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited to see <laughs> <laughs> where this little forest of wonder takes you. Yeah, I'm living in fantasy land right now, and it's a good thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Live there. Fantasizing about. Yeah, the life that could be had mm -hmm. and what would be pleasurable. Oh, yes. What would bring me joy? What sparks joy in the forest? Marie Kondo. Dick Caleb. Right. That was Spanglish. I loved that. <laughs> Thanks. What else do you got? <sighs> I don't know. Um... I'm trying to so in in having cat in my head, I've been trying to look at my own dating history, which is so horrible. Oh, that's hard. I know. No one can hear you because you're sitting. I said, oh, that's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It is hard. And I don't want to because I think where dating is concerned. I have dated a lot of shitty people, but I've also dated a lot of good people. And you've been the shitty person. Sometimes. Yeah, I wasn't going to put it quite like that. But yes, I have been the shitty person. Well, I mean, you just called other people shitty. So I wasn't sure if that was like part of like, I was the going to say re I've rhetorical, dated like, you know, that was not the rhetorical that you were going tool. To, okay. No, but thank you for <laughs> putting that out there. Yeah, I was going to say it a nicer way. Well, yeah, you got to be nice to yourself. That I like to blame people, mm. which makes me a shitty person. Not necessarily. <laughs> well, uh, yes, I have not always been the best person. So sometimes it's easier to blame, you know, like trauma or the people who legitimately did do things that were traumatizing. Mm. Instead of always taking a good hard look at me and wondering what role I played in that situation, in that breakup, in that situationship, in that ghosting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Oof. ghoster. I've done that twice in my life, and that's not cute. It's not cute. And it, I don't know how it made you feel like as a human, but it actually didn't make me feel good. No, it doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. And I think I, I'm, 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 maybe it's because I'm aware of like the fact that it's coming from a place of fear, mm -hmm. right? That I can recognize that. And then I kind of like dislike that about myself. Yeah. And I dislike the actions that I took or did not take, mm -hmm. you know? Because of operating out of that place of fear. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I've been doing and just looking. You've been deep diving into the past. Not like the past, but kind of. So one, some of the things she said that have stuck with me are when I asked, you know, is personality type too picky? And she was like, yes. So I'm looking at ways that when I get triggered basically if someone shows interest and likes me that is a red flag for red me. flag <laughs> i'm like this motherfucker who do you think you are what is wrong with right. them like mm -hmm. no way you're that... obviously a psychopath yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> normal people are do we not the same person like <laughs> <laughs> uh. so yes that's what i've been doing mm. and I don't know. Are you putting yourself out there? Are you are you on Tinder or I am, but I Tinder what are the straight like, people on Match.com, eHarmony? I'm not uh, a dating straight. site. Like, yeah, that's gross. I know. Straight I've, people are gross. I need to start like 
being the person I think I want to see in someone else, like when it comes to dating and when it comes to how I put myself out there and the places I'm going. Okay, well, my question is, are you trying to do that in a vacuum or are you trying to do no, that I'm in a No, I'm actually trying to do it. I'm trying to do it and I want to do it in a relationship. So you are putting yourself out there. I'm working towards okay. it. Okay, girl, listen. I'm out here. I'm out here too. Okay. I actually put myself back on some of these dating sites, whatever that yeah. means. And it feels like a really big first step, but I'm doing it. Good job. And I'm like opening myself up to the concept and the idea and like, yeah, that potential future of having a relationship with somebody. What's that? feel like terrifying yeah why is it so scary i don't know because vulnerability yeah i'm so extra (sighs) i just am not convinced that normal people like that in another person right well i think that takes some self-love i know and i circling back wow we got there we were able to circle back self-love oh my god i know you know what? This is so interesting. When I did my big mushroom journey, <laughs> I was yes. I was telling myself something about like ego and shame. And part of me was like, forgive yourself. Mm. And the other part of me was like, bitch, I do. And then the other part was like, you need to love yourself. And I was like, I do. But maybe I am not loving all of the parts about me the same. Yeah. Well, I feel like that conversation is important. Yeah. I think Mm. I love the parts that seem softer and more palatable. Yeah. More than some of the parts that are harder or require more patience Mm. or a different skill set. I was on TikTok and some influencer uh, I feel weird about even saying that word but um, said that perfectionism is an operation of white supremacy Mm -hmm. and then he started to break it down and I was like that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. and like a lot of it's just based on in like hierarchy you know that there's something or someone better than you Mm -hmm. or that you're better than somebody else and that like that even operating within a hierarchy system is bullshit mm-hmm. right and that's linked to you know the idea of white supremacy just and like that, everything else well honestly and it just feels gross you know because that's tied up in you know this idea of patriarchy um racism homophobia Misogyny. all of it yeah. all of it's all connected you know it's all part of the same system mm-hmm. you know it's one big spider with all these different legs and these are all the transphobia homophobia racism xenophobia whatever you know it's all it's all connected Mm -hmm. so i don't know i feel like you know maybe the work that we can say that we're doing right now in our lives is decolonizing ourselves yeah Yeah. you know i think so i think that is a part of it i think Mm -hmm. it's a huge part of it Mm um and i'm trying to remember how that was connected to what you were talking about i know my mind is going went blank it's okay this is a very special episode. Yeah. So I feel like anything goes. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of tangents in. We are a tangent. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's it. But I'm working on it. Oh, uh, we were talking about. Yeah, I'm working on yourself, everything. But also dating. Yeah. I just want to be better. I want to be. I just want to keep getting better. Oh, it has to do with this idea that you think that you need to better yourself. You know, mm. but you got to love what what is currently right I now do. instead of making, yeah. I do. I was just re- reinforcing that idea of back yes. to myself. Yeah. I totally love me. And, and I think because love I love me and I forgive mm. me, I'm wanting to make it better. Like, I love you so much. I'm going to put the work in mm-hmm. so that we don't feel like this again or we don't treat people like this again or we don't do the things that we say we don't like in other people again. Yeah. It's not <clears throat> coming from a place where it's shameful. It's coming from a loving place. Like, I love you. Let's go together. Mm. Past version of me that wasn't the person I am today. Let's correct this and do it differently this time. I love this idea, too, of, like, being able to um, foster compassion in yourself Mm -hmm. and for yourself. And then how that, like, then can be a conduit to giving compassion and grace to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, maybe you're not in the best spot in your life, you know? been there yeah i see you mm-hmm. and i don't hate you mm-hmm. i hope that you you know can come out of that let me share with you potentially 
some things that I had to go through before I got to this place where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. You know, not that you're perfect, but, you know, progress over perfection. Yeah. So. I just, yeah, I want to continue getting better. Mm. And it starts small. It does start small. Life is just, I don't know. I was thinking the other day about how I never would have imagined that I'd, like, be where I'm at in life. Like, hmm Parenting-wise, marital status, income level, where I live, what I'm doing. Like, I could not have imagined the tangible part. But I also could not have imagined, like, who I am as a person part. Mm. Which is really interesting to me because I've always been okay with who I am. Like, I've never... I'm not narcissistic, like, obsessed with me. But I'm... I always have had enough self-love that I'm, like... Even at my worst, like, I know that I am who I am. And I have to appreciate whatever it is that I am at that moment. Yeah. But now I'm like, yeah, you're doing work that I didn't even know needed to be done. Like, you care about things that I didn't even know needed cared about. You say things I had no idea that you even had the capacity to say. You think Mm. thoughts that I didn't even know you had the capacity to think about. Mm. And it's really interesting how I'm like, the thing who I am shapes what I do, which duh. But these are the things that I feel like when you have it as a conscious thought, you're like, well, wow. Yeah. They all seem, those kinds of thoughts feel really, or can seem really woo woo, Mm -hmm. you know, like not based in science or whatever, but it's like, it's neuroscience. It's like, these things are true. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, uh, you know, practices in spirituality, not necessarily religion, but spiritual practices all kind of, focus on those things too yeah and there's a reason why people who have a spiritual practice are happier Mm -hmm. like statistically yeah than people who don't Mm -hmm. whatever that spiritual practice is it doesn't really quite matter it really doesn't because a lot of them are similar (laughs) they're all based on the same principles right there's a lot of similarities there there's more similar similarities than there are differences Mm -hmm. but um yeah i just want to be happy same. Or I so. want to be. I want to be joyful. Have joy in my mm. soul and spread it. Yeah. So I think part of me <coughs> wants to hear from our listeners um, what like a, what kind of spiritual practices they're into, mm. what that looks like for them, spirituality. Yes. Um, because I've like had these like budding thoughts about like what that is and what that looks like, and what that feels. I love like. the word budding. I should use Bud. that more often. Yeah. I also Not love like calling bud. guys bud. Oh, I was like, thinking hey, buddy. bud weed. <laughs> oh, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's my type of bud. Yeah, I think like calling guys buddy uh, is like it's perfectly diminutive. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, you're so oh, little. Buddy. You know, but also like, I like you. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Oh, buddy. And I know guys who have been like, don't fucking call me buddy. <laughs> I'm a man. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, sure you Ooh, are. Big feelings. Oh, wow, big feelings, buddy. Big feelings. I saw this TikTok. It was <laughs> so funny. And it was like, <laughs> What it would be like if we talked to men like we do. I think it was a teacher, but she's like me talking to a man the same way I talked to my three-year-old oh my preschool God. class. Yes. Like, oh, buddy, big feelings <laughs> for such a little guy. And then she'd be like, now use your words this time. Oh, my Remember, God. we don't use our hands. We use our words. <sighs> Absolutely. And I love that idea, too, because like men are children. <laughs> they are babies. The, the term man baby is a thing for a reason. Yes. So... I, I I'm want into to this start idea. doing that too. <laughs> oh, like, buddy. Oh, do you need a huggy wuggy? <laughs> I just, I love Sounds that. Sounds like somebody needs a nap. I know. <laughs> but here's Blanky. Go lay down and I'll come rub your back in just a minute. <gasps> you need a snacky. Oh, my God. I know. But we are all just like big grown up children. Yeah. You know, like. I think a lot of those needs and a lot of those like regulating techniques that we use with children are absolutely pertain to adulthood and yeah, to adults. Yeah, you don't outgrow needing a hug. Right, you don't Sundays. outgrow needing touch. No, you don't. You or don't food. outgrow needing a nap. No, you really lean into needing a yes, nap the older uh, you get. Rest is resistance. It is. You're like so woke right now. I know. Listen up, babies. <laughs> Listen up, children. Mom is here and she's going to teach you something today. That's all I got. Well, I loved that. That was mm. excellent. You're welcome. We could almost just call this a yeah, day. Yeah, call it a day. <laughs> Wrap it up, folks. Here we go. 
Craig's We're probably done. like, good, because Logan's <laughs> going to wonder what the fuck we did. This for has been an hour. a journey. It has been a journey. <laughs> a drug rattled <laughs> journey. I was, I was Is this Pineapple Express the movie? What's happening? Like <laughs> yeah, the best way to enjoy this show <laughs> is to smoke your own weed. Microdose of mushrooms, smoke yeah. a little weed. I don't know. Sit back. Maybe have a massage before because I'm not on drugs. That's I'm right. raw dogging this episode, baby. <laughs> Caleb's raw dogging. Get Lucy gooey, ooey, gooey, you know? Yeah. Maybe. <sighs> Never mind. I don't know. Have therapy before you listen to this episode or schedule or an episode. Yeah. Or after. Because <laughs> you'll need that. Yeah. Um, we love you. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. Review and like and subscribe to our podcast. That's what I was going to say. I, I just cannot. didn't know which word to say first. Well, we got there, baby. <laughs> we got through it together. <laughs> oh my God. Whew. Sweet Jesus, oh help God. us. The, yeah, do it. Do it. Maybe don't leave us a review based on this particular episode. Like, take our entire catalog into consideration. Mm, the whole herb of our collection. Yeah. Of our work. Yeah, our, our breadth of... Feeling. Thank you. Yeah, don't leave any part out. We're more than just this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And... Follow us on social media. Yeah, do that. Mm -hmm. At Other the Podcasts. Okay, and I hope that you have a really good day. I hope this hasn't like thrown you <laughs> off kilter. So you know what? You let us know. You get on our DMs and you let me know that you want to go on a date with me. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Who needs Tinder when you've got a podcast? Exactly. Exacto. Thank you, Cat Control. Bye.